Welcome to the Homeschool Show from North Carolinians for Home Education. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. I'm your host, Matthew McDill, and we have a brand new co-host in the studio here with me, Lynn Pierre-Jones. How are you? Doing great. Good, great to be here. I'm glad you could be here. That's oh, yes. great. You know, we met at the uh, the Thrive Homeschool Conference, right? Yes. And you were in the uh, the Leaders Luncheon. We yes. were able to meet there. Had That's a wonderful right. time, yes. That's right. And so a little bit later, Lynn's going to share some uh, some tips with us, and we'll get a chance to get to know him a little bit better. But I want to tell you one thing about why I love doing this show. Okay. Okay? Because there is nothing, there are very few things more important than what's happening in the home, mm. happening in the family. There are very few things that are more important than what parents are doing. So I, I just agree. say that to you, parents. What you're doing is critical. It's very important. Uh, what, how you're educating your children yes. is critical. That you are preparing your children for life, that you're developing them, the spiritual, the, the character, all of the things that they're doing. And that's why we're doing this, because we want to help you. We want to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. That's what this content is for. So be encouraged that you are doing a really important thing. You can do it. Yes. And we're, he- we're, we're here to help you do it in this episode right here. So, uh, Lynn, tell us what we got planned today. All right. Today in Homeschool News, we will report from France, where authorities are rejecting the vast majority of requests to homeschool. Also, we will remind you of the upcoming NCHE Moms Retreat. So moms, get ready. you got to sign up. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the Homeschool Conversation section, where we'll talk with a homeschool graduate that I know personally, Sierra yeah. Tauber, and learn about her experience with home education. We'll also talk with Spencer Mason, NCHE's Law and Public Director and an experienced homeschool dad. You don't want to miss that. And lastly, the homeschool tip of the week, where I will be discussing the importance of setting an example in your home as it relates to health. That's right. Great. So we're going to start with homeschool news. And what we have is an article that's published by the Homeschool Legal Defense Association on their website. And it's called French Authorities Rejecting Vast Majority of Requests to Homeschool. So I want to share a few portions of this article with you. In France, government officials are stonewalling the fundamental human right of families to homeschool their children. The situation is extremely worrying for families who want to start homeschooling next September. According to reports, the government has refused 80% of new families who have tried to home educate their, their kids. And even though France currently faces a dramatic shortage of teachers, the French Ministry of Education continues to block thousands of parents from giving their children the very best education experience at home. And they usually provide the following reasons for refusal. One, there's no child-specific situation that would justify homeschooling. The parents have failed to prove that their child can't attend regular school. Well, you have to prove you can't attend school. Uh, The parents have not integrated sports into their homeschool plan. Wow. Uh, The family's homeschool plan contains too little detail. But parents who appeal these refusals uh, run into another roadblock. The appeals procedure only involves a commission of the academy in the appeal proceedings. And no one else has a say in what goes on behind those closed doors. Not the parents not the children, not even representatives from homeschool organizations. HSLDA has requested several meetings with the ministry to rectify this situation, and we've received more than 100 real calls from help 
uh, for help from families who want to provide the best education for their children, but to no avail. So this is an ongoing situation in France where they are trying to suppress home education and not letting new people do it. Homeschool Legal Defense Association is involved, and we can hope and pray that they can uh, help make those things right for those parents there. Wow. So uh, we do have the Moms Retreat coming up. Want to let you know about that. Fall Fun and Fellowship for Moms. All right. That's what it's called. It's November 4th and 5th at Caraway Conference Center near Asheboro, North Carolina. So, of course, they're going to have excellent speakers, uh, lots of great food, um, a lot of hanging out and hobbies and, you know, crafts and all sorts of things they're going to do there. Um, And it does say that nursing moms are welcome. You can go to nche.com to find out uh, more and how to register. And we're going to put a link to that registration um, website uh, page in our notes. Here's the important thing. Early bird registration ends August 31st. So if you're watching this show when it airs on Monday, you have two days. Wow. Okay? You have two days to get the early bird registration. Uh, early bird registration. Log on now. That's right. Do it now. But of course, you can continue to register through October 20th, but you might as well save a little bit of money. Right. That's right. Nothing wrong with saving a little bit of money. That's right. All right. What do we got next? All right. Moving on. Homeschool conversations. Now, this is exciting to me because I actually know her. Right. She has been over to my house. She has helped my wife out with many of things because we do, you know, we went to homeschool. So we need a lot of administrative help, and Sierra has been the one that has helped us out immensely. So our first interview is going to be with her. She's a current college student and a recent high school graduate. Matthew had a conversation with her this, at this year's Thrive Conference. So I think you'll find her reflections on homeschooling very interesting and exciting. So let's take a listen. That's right. I'm here with Sierra Talbert at the 2022 Thrive Conference, and I was just talking to her mom, who is the brand new Region 4 liaison, right? And we learned that um, Shade's been homeschooling for a long time, and that means you. Were you yes. the first graduate? I am the first graduate. I am. Okay. And look, you turned out okay. Yeah, I turned Maybe. out all right. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> you know. And so you're going to school now? Tell yes. us about that. I am now at Gardner-Webb University, so I'm entering my sophomore year, sophomore, junior year. With my college credits, I'm transferring in. So, you know, I'm somewhere between sophomore and junior year. So how would you say your transition is in the sense of, okay, you're homeschool, and you go to college, which is more structured, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that transition? Personally, for me, I enjoy organization and structure. Okay. So being homeschooled under my mom, who was more laid back, it was a little... Yeah. That was stressful for me. Okay. So I transitioned into the college just fine. Um, the classes sure. were not that difficult. Mm-hmm. The only thing I had problem with was really science this year, which science is not my strong suit. But other than that, I transitioned into college just fine. Great. So that's interesting because students have different learning styles, mm-hmm. and you're a lot more like... Give me some structure, Yes, type A, yes. Okay. Did you create for yourself structure as a homeschool student? In the early years. If it wasn't provided? Yes, in my (laughs) early years I did. I kind of just, my mom gave me, you know, the textbook that she wanted us to go Mm -hmm. through, and I just kind of created a schedule for myself. Um, As we got older, we went to more structured co-ops. So having that was very beneficial for me. So I enjoyed having the structure and the syllabus from the Mm co-ops. So overall, homeschooling was a good experience? Oh, yes. Wonderful. I love it. I loved it. What were some favorite aspects of it for you? 
favorite aspects would probably one had to be the flexibility being mm -hmm. able to travel whenever we wanted my dad's job was pretty flexible too so we were able to take a month-long trip a few years ago and travel across the country um, the flexibility nice. was probably probably the best part and then the second thing will probably be being able to like see my younger siblings grow up and like being nice, able to be yeah. there for like those life moments um, so I'm definitely missing out on those now being at school so it kind of makes me cry a little yeah, bit but yeah, I love the flexibility and just being there, like right there when my siblings are growing up. It's just been great. And so I would add to that, uh, kind of like you said about being there, is how great homeschool is for family relationships. Oh, yes, definitely. I think if we were at school all day long, we wouldn't mm -hmm. have the time to kind of just grow, help each other to learn, teach each other things, just have fun, you know, make mistakes together. Like, I really think, like, being able to be with them 24-7, which did get overwhelming, and it still does get overwhelming, but I think I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Yeah. Yes. That's great. So you, I guess you see your role in your siblings' lives is pretty important, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I've encouraged my older kids to realize you're making a big impact, you know? And I love it when they choose, like you're saying, to be intentional mm -hmm. and try to make that, yeah. that impact. Yes. So as a homeschool graduate, what would you say to homeschool parents? Would you say anything to them about just encouraging them or things to do? To homeschool parents, you know, whether you have a strict schedule and you like strict schedules or you like my mom and you like being laid back, we will turn out okay. There are many things and opportunities that life gives us and whichever path that we choose, you guys, we trust you guys enough to raise us in a way that we can be successful in many different aspects of life. So. That's great. Thanks for talking to us, Sierra. Thank you. Great. That was fantastic. It was. That should be encouraging, oh, I yes. think, to parents, don't you think? They're going to be all right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we're going to be okay. Um, so last week, we had an interview with Spencer Mason, and we only got a little piece of that. I saved most of his great advice for this week. So now we're going to go back and watch the rest of our interview with Spencer Mason and uh, see what kinds of uh, information and uh, encouragement he has for us. Cool. So let's check it out. How long did you homeschool? Uh, we've homeschooled for 26 years. 26 years? Yeah. And, uh, and now we've got grandkids being homeschooled right. by their parents. And so we've got two, two kids that have children. And uh, there are five, five grandkids, and they're all being homeschooled. So from the long view, what kind of advice would you give? The long view, I would say uh, homeschooling gives you, you're in charge of your homeschool. Whoever, okay. whoever takes charge uh, as the chief administrator of mm -hmm. the homeschool, that means you get to determine what the children learn, when they learn it, how they learn it. So you can use real world experiences to teach rather than artificial classroom experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, you can engage them uh, in, a, in a way that no classroom can engage your, your kids. Mm -hmm. And when they learn by doing, when they learn doing stuff that they enjoy and have fun doing, they're going, it's going to retain, they're going to retain that information mm. a lot longer and it's going to be part of their lives. Mm. One of the things that we really encouraged with our kids is not 
we weren't concerned about teaching them everything they needed to know because we knew that we could not teach them right. everything they needed to know. What we concentrated on was helping them know how to find the resources hmm. to learn what they needed to learn. And that was a big difference for our kids. And I think the other thing is we, with homeschooling, you can cover a lot of academics in a shorter period of time than they can. There's a lot of wasted time mm -hmm. in a classroom environment. And uh, so we gave our kids the precious gift of time. So our, our normal school for up until high school age, our normal school day started at about 9.45 and ended at about 12.30. Mm -hmm. oh. And we covered a lot of stuff in that period of time. But after lunch, our kids had the whole afternoon to pursue their interests. And some of our kids in, in pursued a sports interest. Some of them pursued uh, uh, computer stuff. Uh, dance. Had, huh? Dance. Dance. Uh, we had dance. Our, our youngest daughter, rather than being a, a uh, swimmer, uh, we had three of our kids swam the club swimming, and two of our kids were in the water 25 hours mm -hmm. a week, and but our youngest decided she wanted to dance. Right. So we did dance with her, and a lot of our kids were in a lot of plays and a lot of productions, theatrical productions, and uh, that was one thing that they really enjoyed. We had one of our daughters uh, was really into music. She loved singing. So take advantage of all the freedom. Oh yeah, and all the time to let them pursue these interests. Yeah, and uh, I think the other thing is we learned a lot uh, when our kids were young. Uh, they, we gave them time to have unstructured playtime. Okay. And we thought that was really important. It's very important for learning process, for their learning process, to not structure everything they do and not tell them, oh, we've got to do this, we've got to do this, you've got to do it this way. Let them have time and unstructured time and let them figure it out on their, on their mm -hmm. own. And uh, that was another thing that we learned. Another thing that we learned in homeschooling is how much Debbie and I didn't know. Right. Because we were learning along mm -hmm. with our kids. Sure. We were, we were the resource provider. Right. And so we had to find the uh, resources, but a lot of times we were reading information that we didn't know right. to the kids as they were learning. Uh, while we, we were reading a lot, can't yeah, we? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's great. And one thing that we did for many years was we had a family reading time. So after supper, we would sit down and read aloud to the kids. Early on, as the kids got older, and they could read, they took turns mm -hmm. reading, and it was really good. We read some really cool books, um, and it started out with you know, the Velveteen Rabbit and those kind of books. And it got into a little bit more, sure. uh, more complicated books. And most of them were classics, uh, classic uh, novels or right. literature, but some of them were biologies. I mean, we read a lot of stuff that was very interesting to me. Right. You know, stuff that we never read when we were kids. <laughs> well, we really appreciate Spencer. Uh, he does so much work with us for uh, law and policy and of course uh, full-time office administrator as well 
and a lot of experience. Uh, a so lot. he shared yes. a lot of wisdom right there. Hope we'd be very encouraged by that, especially when he said uh, one thing they learned is how much they don't know. Yes. You know, and that's one of the fallacies. Well, you're supposed to know everything that you teach your kids. Mm. Well, you can't do that. No, no way. But you learn with your kids. You're a facilitator, and you make sure to have the right resources. Oh, that yeah. frees us, doesn't it? Yes, it does. All right, we are going to now go into the homeschool tip of the week, and that is one of the reasons we have Lynn here, because he's going to share some stuff with us. Uh, but first of all, tell us uh, about your family. You have some, some kids you're homeschooling? Yes, I have a few kids I'm homeschooling. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I'm married to one beautiful woman. She's spectacular, and she has given me five Children. Wonderful. Yes, five children. Bless. The oldest is 19, Pierre. Then I have Janelle. She's 16. Just got a driver's license. Uh-oh. So y'all, y'all watch out for her out there, okay? <laughs> and then I have Chrissy in the middle. She's the dancer. She's 12. Then I have the bottom two babies. We have Irish twins. So one is Kaylin, KK. She's, how old is she? Seven. <laughs> She's seven. And John is five. So they are like twins. They're okay. on top of each other all the time. Yeah. So... As you all know, my house, from looking at these numbers, our house is always live. <laughs> always live. Always going. There's probably, there's probably a break between about hmm, 3 o'clock in the morning and maybe 4 o'clock in the morning when everybody's asleep. Other than that, the house is wide open. <laughs> the teenagers are up at night, and the babies are up in the daytime, so it's live all the time. But it's, it's such a blessing. I remember my father-in-law said that, have as many kids as you can. Really? Right, because when you get older, you will appreciate it. Hmm. It'll be some hard times, even with homeschooling. It'll be some hard times, but you appreciate when you when you're older. And now that I have all these kids, it's it's fantastic. It's a blessing. It's a yes. lot of fun, isn't it? Oh yes. Our house too is a party all the time. All the time party. <laughs> and you and your wife lead a homeschool group. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes, Level of Educational Academy. We have about a hundred families. I'm the president. My wife is the vice president. We have Heidi working with us. We have Marilyn working with us. We have Jody working with us. And what we do, which is so is so cool, so fun, we have a team of about seven tutors that come in and that teach, you know, whatever their specialty is. Okay. We have math tutors. We have science tutors. I'm personally, I'm teaching the health. I'm going to talk about health, the health tip today. But we have all these families that come right. together to a centralized location, Spirit of Joy, for us to encourage our kids, unweight the parents a little bit, and like have, have these kids prepare themselves for college. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to be ready for college. We don't want them behind the ball. You know, this COVID put a lot of people behind the ball, but we are on the front end making sure our kids That's are great. ready for college. Right. So exciting. That's great. And we just had our first day yesterday. We just had our Got first going, day yesterday. Huh? And our second day is tomorrow, so we're excited about it. And you uh, enjoy teaching health because your work is? I'm a physical therapist. Okay. I'm a physical therapist. My wife is a nurse. We've been messed around with health for, I don't know, 20-some years or so. So, like, health and marriage, as it relates to me and my wife, that's our passion. We love to teach on health. We love the Word of God, and we love to share health with our kids and and with other kids. And that's what you want to share with us today, right? Yes, the importance. The importance, y'all. We're going to talk about the importance of health as it relates to you homeschooling your kids. I know we have a lot of moms on here, but yep. dads, I want y'all to listen to. Moms, it's your responsibility. You buy all the groceries. You know, I have a five-year-old. He doesn't buy anything, but he has an appetite, <laughs> right? So it's our responsibility to set our kids up for success. So I have four tips for you today. Great. The first tip that I want you to know about is that it's a lifestyle. I know with 
social media and magazines, everyone's looking for a certain look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, health is not about a look. Health is about a lifestyle. So I want you, mothers, fathers, I want you to take a bird's eye view of your house. And I want you to look at your freezer, look in your refrigerator, and look at your activity level. You know, if you look at your freezer and you look at your refrigerator, does it represent God designed for health? Mm-hmm. You know, just by looking at the things you have in there, do you have four quarts of ice cream and don't have any <laughs> bananas, don't have any peppers, don't have anything like that, don't have any water in your house but get juice and tea? Okay, just look look at it. So health is a lifestyle. That's tip number one. Tip number two is this. My pastor said, Pastor Ferdick, he said that if you want to live with more power, and health is power, health is power, if you want to live with more power, you need to adjust your patterns, okay? The patterns mm-hmm. that you're going and you're living by. That's tip number two. We're going to come back to that. Tip number three is that every, you hear everyone saying that you are what you eat. I'm going to change it up a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to say you are what you think. Mm-hmm. It's more important how you think about yourself and about health than what you actually eat. You can watch what you eat all, all day. All that's going to happen is you're going to have greater accuracy with the bad food going in your mouth. But I'm talking about you paying attention to how you think. Hmm. And the fourth tip, I'm not going to tell you at all. I'm going to wait to the very end, but it's going to bless you. It's going to be awesome. So now let's go back to tip number two, because the most important thing about tip number two, as it deals with your patterns, is your atmosphere. And as mothers and fathers of homeschool kids, it's our responsibility to set a healthy atmosphere. If you imagine, I think y'all have heard the saying about, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. You know, if you hang yeah. around with a bunch of people that's doing the wrong thing, yeah. you're going to be guilty by association, aren't you? Yeah. And you're going to be drawn toward it as well. And you're going to be drawn toward it as well. So as parents, what are, our, what are we drawing our kids to? What type mm-hmm. of patterns are we setting up? When we wake up in the morning, are we running around and getting out of the house because what we're going to is more important than feeding our bodies? Or are we teaching our kids that, hey, go to bed early, wake up a little bit early so you can have a good quality breakfast in the morning? It's all based upon that. I got, got a little... Story I like to talk about. You know who Michael Jordan is? <laughs> Basketball player. Does anyone know? Yeah, you heard of him. You heard of him. <laughs> it's so cool. I watched The Last Dance, and it was all about mm. him and his run with the Chicago yeah. Bulls and everything. And the last chapter, the last scene, really touched me because it was talking about the the how can I say the the priority he put on the way that he actually played the game of basketball. Okay. And what was so cool about it was this. He said that he never asked any of the other players to do anything that he didn't do himself. Okay. So how does that relate to being a homeschool parent in a homeschool, mm-hmm. you know, running your house? Sure does. You know, when we mm-hmm. do something, our kids are just following our example. So what type of example are we giving to our kids without us telling we're not telling them to eat, you know, salads and stuff yeah. like that. We're telling them by just showing them, just by showing them what we eat. Another thing that Jordan did said, he said that because you're a part of this team, I'm holding you to a certain standard. And if you don't want to play by that standard that I'm holding you to, then just don't play. Hmm. So basically, if you're in the house, if you're with me, if you're on my team, if you're on my homeschool team, then guess what? We're going to eat and we're going to live on a certain level. Mm-hmm. So the whole concept behind that is make sure moms and dads, talk to moms and dads, make sure that you're eating the way that you want your kids to eat 10 years from now. Make sure you're active the way you want your kids to be active mm-hmm. 10 years from now. So that's point number two. Point number three, you're going to like this. It's not so much about you paying attention to what you eat, but it's paying attention to what you think. A while ago, I read a book and it was called The Biology of Belief. And it was talking about every cell in our body is eavesdropping on our very thoughts and our very words. So imagine this. 
you are saying things that are contrary to health. Now, how, how does that relate to being a homeschool mom and leading a, a, a household homeschool dad? Listen to this scripture. You're going to love this. Finally, believers, I'm in the Amplified Version because I like that, a whole bunch of words. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, those are the things that we're supposed to be thinking about continuously all the time. This is Philippians 4 and 8. He's telling us how to think. And lastly, the fourth tip that I know y'all, go, y'all been waiting for. Yes, I just thought of this where the Proverbs say, a joyful heart is good medicine. Yes. And all of those, and envy rots the bones, all that stuff, yes. the connection between my attitude, my thinking, and the body. Yes, right? yes, yes, right. yes, yes. Love it, love it, love it, love it. The Word of God is awesome. So lastly, the last one, and I'm going to slip lift this in, but y'all are going to love it. It's going to bless you. As it deals with health and it deals with our kids and even as parents because we're making a shift in our patterns, we are going after progress, not perfection. A lot okay. of people stop short because they know it's not going to be perfect. I don't want you to go for perfection. I want you to go for progress. Look at where you are now. Look at where your family, are, where your family is right now. And just take mm-hmm. baby little steps to get better and better and better. And I guarantee you, this time next year, you won't recognize yourself, nor will you recognize your kids. Mm-hmm. Be healthy. So it matters the direction you're moving in, yes. not necessarily where you are in the process. Right. And that's encouraging right. to say, as long as we're moving in the right direction, we're going to get to where we need to get yes. to. Yes, let's just move in the right direction. Well, thanks so much. So encouraging. Oh, and I hope yes. you guys are thinking about this, thinking about what's the culture of our home, what's the atmosphere of our home, what kinds of habits uh, and, and patterns of thinking are we sharing. So again, uh, we just want to make sure that everything we're doing here is empowering and encouraging you to homeschool your parent, uh, kids with confidence and joy. If you love this show and if it's helpful to you, please share it. Share it with your, your friends, your family. Everybody. Share and, it with everybody. That's right. And you can go to um, nchu.com forward slash the homeschool show and find out how to subscribe on podcasts or see it on YouTube. If you would subscribe there or leave a review, that's going to help other people uh, find the show as well. We would love your feedback. If you have questions, suggestions for content, anything at all, you can email us at thehomeschoolshow at nche.com, and we would love uh, to be able to respond to that. So until next week, continue to homeschool with confidence and joy.